to another episode of A Social Worker's Podcast. My name is Logan Staley. Today I wanted to do things just a little bit differently and talk about a specific uh, therapeutic approach or modality which I find particularly interesting. It's called solution-focused therapy. Uh, it was developed in the late 70s by Steve DeSager and Sue Kimberg uh, at the Milwaukee Brief Family Therapy Clinic. SFT, the whole approach is based on the idea that the client has the ultimate solutions to their problems already within them. They have the capacity and ability to produce these solutions. Um, if maybe needing a little bit of prodding and poking to help recognize them. Um, what I really like about this approach is that it integrates uh, near perfectly one of the social work values that we covered in the introductory episode to this series. Uh, the value of respecting the dignity and worth of the person. To me, this is the most important value of a social worker. I identify most strongly with this one. Ultimately, as a therapist, we are here to be a support to our client. We're here to help them pursue whatever goals they have for their own life. And we set aside our own beliefs, desires, whatever, in favor of what the client wants, whatever their goals are, we're here to help them obtain that as best we can. And solution-focused therapy, or SFT, takes that value to heart fully. It promises that the client, that not only you know should their desires be honored, but they themselves are capable of turning those things into utilizing an SFT approach doesn't pretend to be the expert advising the client telling them how to improve their life. The client is the expert who's fully in charge of the process and the therapist very openly expresses that to the client. They have the power. They are in charge and they are the ones who are going to create these solutions and, and I love that. So what I wanted to do today was just to talk to you a little bit about some of the, the techniques and, and things that we use in SFT, uh, just to give you kind of an insider's look as to how this approach works, a bit of like a cheater's reference, if you will. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about how some of the things a therapist using this approach might do to help their clients see their strengths and then support them in, in finding solutions to their problem. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to use uh, some of these skills yourself and you'll be better able to produce solutions to the challenges you're facing in your life. My goal is to give you some of these skills and hopefully you'll be able to use them and find them helpful. So generally, an SFT session would begin with the client, or excuse me, the therapist asking the client about what can I do for you. From the word go, this idea that, that I'm here to help you solve a problem is the focus. But what, let's find a solution together know each other and we're talking about this and I'm getting an idea of what the client's experience is and why they're seeking therapy or, or help. And this might lead into uh, me asking something called a scaling question. In my own work with clients, I've asked clients to uh, go through this scaling question with me and essentially what I'm asking is for them to assign or rate you know, their, their problem uh, on, on a scale of one to ten. 
for example, in, in one session with a client who, who was struggling with family relationships, I asked him to rate his current relationship with his family on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 was the best their relationship had ever been, and 1 was the absolute worst. So I asked him, where do you score your relationship with your family today, at this moment, you and I talking together, where is it? This question helps me as the clinician not only understand how he was feeling about the problem and, you know, with, and with reference to other times in his life, um, but it also gives the client a chance to consider when things may have been better or worse than they currently are. It gives them perspective as well. Sometimes we get wrapped up in focusing on how things are. And this allows us to kind of slow down, pause, step outside of that moment and, and really think about, has it always been this way? What's different? Um, and so leading into that, uh, as, as we talk a little bit about how they feel about the current situation, this would lead into the, the clinician very likely asking about specific exceptions to their problem. These exceptions are, are a big part of SFT. After they've described the score and uh, talked about what the problem is, we can ask for specific times that they can describe and they can tell us about specifically in which the problem is better than it currently is. So we're going to look for an exception to this problem. And even the smallest examples will work. Encouraging the client to think seriously about these exceptions helps to draw their attention to possible changes in behavior that might lead to a better outcome. If there are exceptions, what we can do, what can we do to replicate those exceptions, and how much of a difference would that make? Uh, returning to that scaling question, uh, we might say, for example, you know, my client, when I asked him that question about his family, rated himself at about a four out of ten. And I might say, okay, so we're at a four. Uh, not not very high, but not not super super low either. So we're kind of approaching that that middle ground, I guess. Um, what I might say was, so what do we need to be different, let's say tomorrow, in order for you to say that the problem is now on a four and a half or a five? But what needs to be different? This really small gradation and change um, allows us to really integrate those exceptions. What, it, what exceptions can you think of to your own problems? What time in the past have things been better? What was different about that past time? Imagine this question, and imagine the 
this problem maybe that you're facing. If you go to sleep tonight, and while you are asleep, a miracle happens. Uh, the problem that you've been dealing with is just magically resolved. But you have no idea that this has happened because you're asleep. When you wake up in the morning, and this is, this is kind of the key part of, of the question, how would you be able to tell that And a, a client would, as an example, say something like, well, I would be feeling happier, I feel less stressed out, I'm enjoying time with my kids or my spouse or, or other loved ones, I'm doing my hobbies, the things that I enjoy, I'm getting outside, enjoying nature, you know, whatever it comes to that client's mind as evidence that a miracle has occurred is perfect. Anything that would indicate to you that things are now somehow better. Asking, okay, what, what else? What else would serve as evidence? What else is a sign that things are going well for you? And then just kind of explore a few of those things. Is there any anything in there that, that you brought up as the client that, that you can start trying to do? Go out and produce it, make it happen. Uh, are any of those things that you feel like would make a difference today? For instance, if, if my client says that one indicator of together with their partner rather than rushing out of the door or to head to work every morning. I might ask, what, what can you do to make sure that you get to have breakfast with your partner tomorrow? And asking that question, they might come up with you know, whatever answer. It could be, well, I could get up a little bit earlier. I could ask my partner to have breakfast with me. I could make breakfast for my partner. These are all really little things, but they're, they're things that, that we can do to make those things start happening for ourselves and all of this goes back to again the client producing the solutions in their own situation and, and really what it does is it helps that client to feel empowered like they I have the ability to to have control of this to a degree and then begin to see those good things come to pass really the key lesson to take away from this is that you have the power knowledge ability of you. You don't need this outside entity like a therapist or whatever to, to make these things happen. Sure, they're we're good and helpful and, and hopefully people continue to come and see us. We, will, you know, we want to make a living, but uh, the idea is that the therapist isn't the expert, the client is. We are here walking alongside you to help you, but, but you are the driving force, you are the power. The last little piece of SFT that I wanted to talk about is and it's kind of funny that this is is like baked into the whole approach itself. Uh, but with with SFT clinicians, uh, you know, it's, we're told how important it is that we compliment our clients on the things that they're doing well, on their ability to produce these solutions, including things that they've already done. We've found exceptions in the past. And wow, that that's amazing that you were able to to have things working out better for you. And I know things have changed, but. It's awesome that you're able to already see improvement for yourself and that you already know a few things that can help. So really kind of driving home and giving those compliments to the client um, is, is a really important part of, of SFT. And, and, I, and I think there's a few reasons for that, but for me, 
individually. social norm is to shy away from receiving compliments or giving ourselves a pat on the back. We're always really ready and willing to be critical of ourselves and give compliments to others, but we pretty strongly resist and acknowledge our own strengths. Learning how to give and accept a compliment for yourself is, is really a skill, uh, but, but it's ultimately just acknowledging the things that we so good for your mental and emotional health. This isn't about, you know, tooting our own horn and, and, and boasting ourselves, but it's an acknowledgement and like this is this is reality. I actually did this pretty well and that's okay to to recognize that. I encourage you to practice it. Uh, maybe over the next few days you complete a task, you mark something off your your checklist for the day or at work or even just when you're getting ready for bed, find just two or three things that you did well yourself good job say it in the mirror write it down in a journal uh, but acknowledge those things and really intentionally tell yourself you know that was a job well done i did, did a good job with that uh, and, and then just notice how it feels uh, just kind of take stock of that and like, that, that's how that feels to, to give myself a compliment without judgment just that, that kind of wraps up a little bit just the few things that I wanted to talk about with, with SFT. Just a really brief intro, um, an overview of some of the, the key components and skills. And um, I really wanted to encourage you to, to practice that. You know, they, the experience can be different when you're working with a therapist, but ultimately the idea of therapy, at least, at least in my opinion and understanding, is that help to share some skills and some tools that, that hopefully the client can go and take out into their life and, and begin to, to use those things on their own. They don't need to continually rely on the therapist. Uh, I think that if, if the therapist is doing work with the client and, and they're not helping the client to gain independence and, and teach them the skills so that they can go out and, and operate independently, we're, we're doing the client a disservice. We want the client to be as independent and capable as possible. That's kind of my hope today is that some of these things you're able to take and, and practice and incorporate and, and find useful and, and be able to you know, effectuate solutions to your problems in your own life. So I want to again just thank you for taking the time to, to listen today. Uh, as always, please feel free to reach out with any questions or feedback on the show. You can reach me at a social workers podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for taking the time. Hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.